I'm not 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Today is Yom Zikaron, Memorial Day in Israel. We take time today to pay respect to the 23,544 men and women who died from war and terror attacks since the early days of the Jewish settlement in the land and state of Israel. On this Monday, it is Yom Zikaron. The tradition is that in Israel... A siren blasts and the country comes to a halt as um, we remember those who have fallen over the last 69 plus years so that we could have a state of Israel. It is Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day here at JM in the AM. Oh, babe. 
Shame, my boy, sigh, I'm 
J.M. in the A.M. on this Yom Hazikaron. Today is Memorial Day in the state of Israel. Today is the day to remember all those who have fallen so that we could live in freedom, not only in Israel, but really around the world since the founding of the state. Today we commemorate the memory of 23,544 men and women who died from war and terror attacks since the early days of the Jewish settlement in the land of Israel. Uh, In Israel, as we uh, observed earlier, just a few minutes ago, a siren wails and the um, country stands at a standstill uh, in order to commemorate and remember those who have fallen. We'll have appropriate programming today, discussion about, about Yom HaZikaron, We'll have um, appropriate musical selections, of course, as you've been hearing, and uh, plenty more on this Monday morning. Tomorrow, of course, Yom Hatzmod, Israel Independence Day, the 69th birthday of the State of Israel. We will be celebrating together tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Israel Memorial Day began, Yom HaZikaron for the fallen soldiers of Israel and for victims of terror as a Remembrance Day in the 1950s, enacted into law in 1963. And to avoid the possibility of the desecration of uh, Shabbos, Yom HaZikaron has been moved, usually it's the 4th of ER, but it's been moved this year to today, the 5th of ER, which is traditionally Yom Ha'atzma'ud, in order for ceremonies and observances not to desecrate Shabbos. A statement in itself about the commitment and uniqueness of the State of Israel. More coming up, appropriate programming for a Yom HaZikaron morning. I thank you for joining us at JM in the AM. Shamayim Uriyei Kihoyinu Lagvokeles Pagoyim Nechshavnu Kitsoyim Latevach Yuvol Laharoi Guleyabed Ulemako Ulecherepo <laughs> 
Oh, my God. 
J.M. in the A.M. Yamazi Karon morning here on a Monday, May the 1st, the 5th of E.R. Tonight is Yom Atzmoot. Tonight is Israel Independence Day, 69th birthday of the State of Israel. That happens tonight. And um, there are many celebrations, thank goodness. There are many opportunities to celebrate and take part in the Yom Atzmoot program. The Yeshiva Flatbush tonight starts at 7.45 with letter writing to Israeli soldiers, and then at 8 p.m., Tfilat Arvit Chagigit with Rabbi Benji Kramer and Dr. Faraj Samra. It's happening at the Joel Braverman High School, the Gindi campus at 1609 Avenue J in Brooklyn, New York. Tonight at the Mizrahi, celebrate Israel's 69th birthday at 8 p.m. The Mizrahi begins Tfilat Arvit Beruach Chagigit, followed by a guest speaker, Rabbi Gary Ambrose, and that's happening tonight at 8 p.m. Tomorrow morning, they'll start at 6 a.m. Special tefillah to celebrate Israel's birthday. The Bronx Israel Independence Day Festival is tomorrow at 4.30 up at the Hebrew Institute of Riverdale in conjunction with the Bronx Borough President. Information, thebayit.org slash Israel, thebayit.org slash Israel for information on that. A reminder, tomorrow, Lamdenu is going to have a community celebration for women. You'll have the ability to experience Yom Ha'atzmaut with Lamdenu tomorrow beginning at 9 a.m. They'll have Tzvilach HaGigit at 9, brunch, shira, and live music and divrei Torah at 10.30, an Israeli film and lunch at 12.45, and Tehillim and Hatikva at 2.15. Lamdenu.org slash Israel. Lamdenu.org slash Israel. It happens at Congregation Beth Aaron on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey, under the direction of Dean Rachel Friedman. Again, that is uh, Lamdenu.org slash Israel. This past Friday, Fagi Zakheim joined us. Dr. Zakheim was on the air because uh, Haar Beacon is presenting Culinary for a Cause number three, an auction and evening with the stars of Kosher Food Media happening this coming Wednesday, May the 3rd, starting at 7 p.m. at the Young Israel of Avenue K. People like Aviva Friedman, Esther Wolby, Sylvia Fallis, Ari White, Mark Garfinkel are all part of the program. Information, culinaryforacause.com, culinaryforacause.com. Oh, and by the way, there is a Sphera concert. Cantor's World is presenting Mincha Marev and Sphera with Cantor's Yitzchak Mayer Helfgott, Yaakov Rosenfeld, and Yaakov Motzen. Um, this coming Sunday at 7.30 p.m. at First Congregation on Sfar, the Sfardish Shul in Borough Park, Brooklyn. Um, it is at 4502 14th Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, starting at 7.30 p.m. That's this coming Sunday. Information, you want to contact Cantor's World. Eight minutes before 7 o'clock. It is Yom Zikaron, Memorial Day morning at JM in the AM. Mm-hmm. 
J.M. and the A.M. It's Israel Memorial Day. Today on Yom HaZikaron is the day that we remember all those who have fallen in war, in terror attacks, those who have given their lives so that we could live in freedom in Israel and have a state of Israel and live in freedom around the world knowing that there is a state of Israel. Yom HaZikaron is the national Remembrance Day observed in Israel for all Israeli military personnel who lost their lives in the struggle that led to the establishment of the State of Israel. And for those who have been killed subsequently while on active duty in Israel's armed forces, as of Yom HaZikaron 2017, that number is 23,544. By law, all places of entertainment are closed on Yom HaZikaron Sunday night, and broadcasting and educational bodies note the solemnity of the day. Memorial candles are lit in homes, army camps, schools, synagogues, and public places, and the flags are lowered to half-staff. Throughout the day, serving and retired military personnel serve as honor guards at war memorials throughout the country, and the families of the fallen participate in memorial ceremonies at military cemeteries. National memorial services are held in the presence of Israel's top leadership and military personnel. The day opens with a siren the preceding evening at 8 p.m., given that in the the Hebrew calendar system, a day begins at sunset. The sirens hurtle over the country and last for one minute, during which Israelis stop everything, including driving on highways, and stand in silence, commemorating the fallen and showing respect. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network, on our beloved NSN app. Uh, we have our news from Israel coming up. Galitzal in the background right now on this Yom Hazikaron. The two-minute siren has sounded 11 o'clock in the morning. That was uh, 4 a.m. Eastern time, marking the opening of the official memorial ceremonies and private remembrance gatherings at each cemetery where soldiers are buried. Many Israelis visit the resting places of loved ones throughout the day. The day officially draws to a close at sundown. In a ceremony at the National Military Cemetery on Har Herzl, marking the start of Israel Independence Day, when the flag of Israel is returned to full staff. It is amazing for those of you who've been there for the two days and especially for that transition between Yom HaZikaron and Yom Ha'atzmaut. It is pretty remarkable. Tomorrow, Yom Ha'atzmaut, we celebrate Israel's 69th birthday here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten will be with us, of course. We'll have an opportunity to celebrate to talk about the greatness of the state of Israel, what life is like now in 2017, and certainly remember the founding 69 years ago. Today, Mayor Weingarten has the next live edition of the Israel Show happening at 9 o'clock this morning, and of course, it will commemorate Yom HaZikaron Israel Memorial Day. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a 
Monday morning, Yom Hazikaron follows next here at JMNM. יום הזיכרון לחללי מערכות ישראל ופעולות האיבה. לפני זמן קצר הסתיים בהר הרצל, טקס ההזכרה הממלכתי לזכר 3,117 קורבנות הטרור בארץ ובחול. מיום העצמאות האחרון ועד היום נוספו למניין החללים 11 הרוגים בפיגועים. מנומעות עקף ראש הממשלה נתניהו את יושב ראש הרשות הפלסטינית אבו מאזן וקרא לו לחדול ממימון מחבלים. הנשיא עבאס, איך אתה יכול לדבר על שלום? ובד בבד אתה מממן רוצחים, המחבלים שמבצעים אותם. הם יונקים את ההסתה נגד בני עמנו עם חלב עמם, והם נחשבים כגיבורים בחברה בת סמכו. איזה גיבור יכול להיות נער שלוקח סכין, פורץ לחדרה של ילדה טהורה, ודוקר אותה בשנתה בטירוף חושים, פשוט חייתיות לשמה. דקות אחדות לפני תחילת הטקס התפרצה סימה אבו, ששכלה את בעלה בפיגוע בספרד והתיחה טענות קשות כלפי הביטוח הלאומי. שנתיים וחצי אני בת ערובה שלהם! זה המדינה שלנו, ככה היא נראית! אני בת ערובה! אני בילדים שלי! אדם של בעלי לא הפקר, אנחנו לא שקופים! יש לנו פה! כל המושחתים במדינה! לראש הממשלה אני רוצה שתסתכל עליי! הוא הפקיד אותנו באלה האטומים האלה! בגל"צ נמשך יום השידורים המיוחד מיד אחרי החדשות, המשדר המרכזי אלה האחים שלי בהגשת ירון וילנסקי, שבמסגרתו חיילי צה"ל מלחינים ומבצעים שירי נופלים. בין השאר נביא את סיפורו של סגן שמשון לרס, זכרו לברכה, שהיה טייס מסוקים בטייסת 125 ונהרג בתאונת מסוק ב-1975. שושנה, אמו, סיפרה לגל"צ על רגע קבלת הבשורה על מותו של בנה. דני בא אליי ואמר לי, שוש, שמשון איננו. אז אני נזכרתי, יש לנו שכן שקוראים לו שמשון. אמרתי, אוי, עצוב נורא, אני אמרתי. אז הוא אומר, שוש, תתעוררי, זה שמשון שלנו. עוד בחדשות, צעירה בת תשע עשרה נמצאה מתה בצד הדרך ליד קלקיליה. כתבתנו בשטחים, כרמל דנגור. מחקירה ראשונית עולה כי הצעירה נסעה ברכב עם בן זוגה וקפצה ממנו במהלך ויכוח שפרץ בין השניים. צוות מגן דוד אדום וכוחות רפואה של צה"ל מצאו אותה בצד הדרך כשהיא מחוסרת הכרה ונאלצו לקבוע את מותה. בן זוגה עוכב לחקירה. בלונדון, שלוש צעירות נעצרו בחשד לתכנון פעולות טרור. כתבנו נתנאל דרשן. שתי נשים בנות 18 ואחת בת 19 נלקחו לחקירת היחידה ללוחמה בטרור בבריטניה, בחשד שהיו מעורבות בתכנון ניסיון פיגוע במרכז לונדון בשבוע שעבר. עד כה נעצרו עשרה בני אדם במסגרת חקירת האירוע, אולם טרם הוגש נגדם כתב אישום וזהותם טרם פורסמה. מזג האוויר חם ויבש, מחר יום העצמאות, ירידה ניכרת במידות החום. ייתכנו טפטופים. אלה החדשות שעורכת רון רוזנבוים. News from Israel on this Yom Hazikaron on this Israel Memorial Day here at JM in the AM. Well, I received a... Uh, I received a... Um, a text message the other day from a young man in Israel... Uh, the young man's name is uh, Hanan Novik, Hanan Novik uh, in Beit Shemesh. And he and uh, a friend of his, Alicia Zakai, wrote a song specifically for Yom HaZikaron. 
They sent us the lyrics, they sent us a song, and it is quite heartwarming. They were inspired to write the song since both of them, both Hanan and Alicia, had brothers who served in Aza during Tsuketan, during the war in the summer of 2014. We are, as he writes, very proud of them. Baruch Hashem, they came out of Aza safely and returned home to us, while other families were not so fortunate. This song is dedicated to those families. Hanan Novik, Alicia Zakai, from Israel, a special song written for Yom Zikaron, Israel Memorial Day, 5777. אל תדאגו לי, אני יוצא אל השממה תעודדו אותי, אני שונאת הדממה מקווה שאחזור בלי שום חרדה אבל עכשיו אני שובר את השררה השמש שוקעת, אבל אני נשאר. זורח, מנסה למצוא את האור, אבל הוא כל הזמן בורח. כבר עוד כמה זמן אפשר לשמוע אותך. צורח, מנסה למצוא מקום, אבל אני מרגיש אורח. מתי יבוא היום שיוכל ילד לשחק? ליח הגדול עם האצבע על ההדק אל תדאגו לי, אני יוצא לשממה תעודדו אותי, אני שונא את הדממה מקווה שאחזרו בלי שום חרדה אבל עכשיו אני שובר את של החברים אני כבר לא שומע את הפחד בתוכי אני כבר לא בולע רסיסי הרימון חודרות אל תוך אפרודי הפעם השמש שוקעת איתי מתי יבוא היום שיוכל ילד לשחק ליח הגדול עם האצבע על ההדק אל תשכחו אותי כשליח המדינה תתפללו ותנגבו את הדמעה עוד יבוא היום שנחיה בשלווה אבל היום יש חרדת פרידה 
תשכחו אותי כשליח המדינה תתפללו ותנגבו את הדמעה עוד יבוא היום שנחיה בשלווה אבל היום יש חדר פרידה J.M. and the A.M., Hanan Novik and uh, Alicia Zakai from Israel in honor of Yom HaZikaron and dedicated to their uh, brothers who served in Tzuketan and the song dedicated to the um, uh, families that have uh, an empty heart today in the state of Israel. Monday morning broadcast on this Yom HaZikaron, first day of Bahab, 51 degrees, morning clouds, afternoon sun, and a high of 76, 79 right now in Yerushalayim, 51 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. More coming up on this Yom HaZikaron on this Israel Memorial Day. Don't forget tomorrow we get to celebrate Yom HaTzma'ut, the 69th birthday of the State of Israel, is observed tomorrow. We'll have it for you here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Gam Kielach at 6.13 here on a Monday morning, Yom Hazikaron. Tonight is Yom Atzmod, Israel Independence Day. You're with J.M. and the A.M. on this Monday morning as we commemorate and remember those who have um, given their lives on behalf of the state of Israel, the land of Israel, the people of Israel on this um, very special Yom Hazikaron broadcast Um, mentioned earlier some of the events that are going on regarding Yom HaAtzma'ut, Yom HaZikaron, etc. Yeshiva Flatbush tonight, they have the letter writing to Israeli soldiers at 7.45, Tilat Arvit Chagigit at 8 p.m. at the Joel Braverman High School at 1609 Avenue J., the Mizrahi with special guest speaker Rabbi Gary Ambrose tonight at 8 p.m. for Tefillah, followed by the guest speaker. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. will be Tefillah at the Mizrahi here uh, at 249 East Broadway on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Lamdenu, under the leadership of Dean Rachel Friedman, presents Yom Ha'atzmaut, community celebration for women starting with Tefillah at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. That's a congregation Beth Aaron on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. Keep that in mind. Also want to remind everybody, we had Tzvi Gluck on the air this past Friday um, to remind everybody that um, there is an awareness event sponsored by many organizations happening tonight at 7.30 p.m. at a Terrace Chinka with Harav Elia Brudny, Dr. Akiva Perlman, Dr. Norman Blumenthal, um, removing the stigma of addiction. That is the topic. It's tonight, 7.30 at a Terrace Chinka on Elmwood Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. A very important evening, as you can imagine, and that's coming up um, uh, tonight. I want to thank those who came to the OU Communities Fair yesterday. It was really a pleasure seeing everybody and the broadcasting from there. Big thank you to everybody at the OU for um, being there for us and uh, for, again, including us in a very special broadcast. Met a lot of people from a lot of different communities around the country. And it was a um, really a very special day. So I thank everybody at the OU uh, for uh, hosting us yesterday. Uh, if you want to check out the uh, Facebook Live video that we presented from there, uh, you would go to um, our Facebook page, Nachum Single Network, and you will see it there under videos and uh, certainly a uh, 
extremely popular video, to say the least. More coming up. A Yamazikaron morning. You're listening to JM in the AM. Shem, hey, hey, oh, zerli, oh, shem, ha, shem, ne, ton, ne, ni, ha, shem, 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 ha, shem
J.M. in the A.M. on this Yom HaZikaron, Monday morning, May the 1st, the 5th of E.R. Tonight is Yom HaTzmoot. We celebrate the uh, 69th birthday of the State of Israel tonight. J.M. in the A.M., the, um, it is with great sadness that we note the passing of Mrs. Doreen Jacob. Mrs. Doreen Jacob of West Orange, New Jersey, the quintessential lady, uh, passed away over Shabbat. And uh, her funeral is taking place, uh, I believe, almost as we speak. Yeah, literally as we speak on Harazay Tim in Yerushalayim. And um, to her daughter Sally and to all her sons, including our very dear friend Simon Jacob, uh, we extend our condolences uh, at this um, very difficult time. And um, Mrs. Jacob is somebody who I knew, who uh, always gave us tremendous chizuk and enthusiasm about what we do here and uh, like I say the quintessential lady somebody who was just um, one of the sweetest and most noble people you'll ever meet so we note her passing and uh, we extend our condolences to the uh, extended uh, Jacob and Malik families from all of us here at JM in the AM Monday morning broadcast, it is Yom HaZikaron. We'll dedicate her by Goldwasser's words, of course, to those who have fallen in defense of the state of Israel. We have plenty more coming up on this Monday morning broadcast. And a reminder that Mayor Weingarten will be in tomorrow, Yom HaTzmo'ut. We get to celebrate the 69th birthday of the state of Israel tomorrow right here at the JM and the AM. And uh, that is going to be one amazing occasion. Make sure to join us. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In the response, a most interesting question of halacha is discussed. The question was sent on behalf of chayalim, soldiers, concerning the appropriateness of reciting Berchus HaGoymel, the blessing of thanks upon the return from duty. The gist of the response was not only may it be appropriate to say the bracha upon the soldier's safe return, but there is the possibility that perhaps Berchas HaGoymel would be in order every day. We understand that every chayal in the army exhibits self-sacrifice for Klal Yisrael. Surrounded by our enemies who wish to devour us, the chayalim stand proud to fight against all odds. It is particularly significant during this sphere of period that we remember those who have perished al Kiddush Hashem. Although the memorial prayer of Harachamim is recited on Shabbos, it's omitted on Shabbos Mavarchim, the Shabbos when we bless the new month. However, interestingly enough, there is a halacha that during Sphira we do say the memorial prayer even on Shabbos Mavarchim. Av Harachamim it's a tefillah that speaks of Kedoshim, those who gave their life al Kiddush Hashem to sanctify God's name. We remember the upright and the holy people who were beloved in their lifetime and remained strong to do the will of Hashem. 
We also ask that Hashem should exact retribution for the blood of His servants that was spilled. As it says in Yoel, Though I will cleanse the nations of many of their sins, I will not exonerate the bloodshed that they committed against B'nai Yisrael. The question presents itself, Why Hashem, who is the Kelmole Rachum V'chanun, a merciful and gracious Hashem, has forgiven so much over the ages, why can't He forgive this too? The answer is that atonement and forgiveness is only attained when there is a possible replacement available, where an even exchange can be made. But the loss of the neshama of one single gibor who was willing to be Mekade Shem Shemayim to create that Kiddush Hashem creates a void that simply cannot be filled. A neshama is irreplaceable, especially those neshamas which became elevated on the altar of Kiddush Hashem, self-sacrifice to sanctify Hashem's name. Today, we would also like to offer tefillah to Hashem on their behalf, and on behalf of all those who were swifter than eagles and stronger than lions to do the will of Hashem. May their memory be a blessing for all of Israel. Good morning. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Uh, amazing words on this Yom Hazikaron, as we remember all those who have fallen, uh, both at the founding and subsequently during all the wars and terror attacks in the state of Israel, so that we could live in freedom and that we could have a state of Israel, um, and that it continues to exist. Uh, Rabbi Dov Fendel is with us live via telephone. He is, of course, the founder of uh, the Shivat Hezder in Steyrot. Many of you are aware of the fact that on Tuesday, May 9th, which is one week from tomorrow, uh, the Max and Ruth Schwartz They Wrote Hesder Institutions will have their Yeshivat Hesder They Wrote Anniversary Gala Dinner. It happens a week from tomorrow night at 6 p.m. at Terrace on the Park. The theme is Ach Tov Vachesed, celebrating 21 years of Torah and chesed in Steyrot. They have many distinguished guest speakers and wonderful awardees, wonderful honorees. And as I said, Rabbi Dov Fendel is with us live via telephone on this Yom Hazikaron morning. Rabbi Fendel, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. What can you tell us? Tell us something that we as Americans, who generally do not spend Yom Hazikaron in Israel, tell us something we should know about this very solemn day. It's really a day where everyone's in it together. Everybody feels it's one big family. And sometimes you just have to zero in on one family. I just, we were Menachem Avel at El Chai Tohar Lev. He was killed right before Pesach. And you see the strength that this family has. And you hear, begin to hear some stories about the the person that was killed, and we're, ne- we're never sure if God picks the best or everyone's the best, and we only find out about it after they die. Yeah. There's a real feeling that these people are the Kedoshim. You know, Jepshoma Zaman said, when someone wanted to go to Kivrot Sadikim up north, he said, why go so far? You just go to Har Herzl, and you'll see that you'll, you have thousands of Sadikim, thousands of righteous people. We have a special responsibility in Sterot, to people that gave their lives so that we could build up that. People gave their lives for us, literally. 
we try to, to teach our guys that they have a special responsibility to learn about those people. We, we try to adopt them. There's someone named the Gun Vertman. He was an awesome person. Yeah. Unfortunately, he died in Oferet Itzuka, which is a war, to, to really save Sterot. So that's our special responsibility. I know that the mayor, he goes from house to house of the people that were of the bereaved families. And it could be people that fell in 1948. And it's a beautiful tradition that all the mayors of Sterot had, that in the week, the week before Yom Zikaron, they visit each house of, the, of uh, those families that fell. At the same time, it's, uh, we know that these people didn't die. They, do it, they died doing a mitzvah. It was, it was, it's a death of uh, Giborim and Kedoshim. Just one fast story, one fast anecdote. Sure. Rav Gustman, he was, we, we had, I had a friend. His name is Shlomo Uman. He's the son of Professor Uman. He learned with me in Shalavim. He was killed in the Lebanon War. We're talking about 1982. And Rabbi Gustman, who was a Dayan in Vilna, and Rosh Hashiv in Yerushalayim, he came to comfort that family, and he said, I want to tell you what's happening in heaven. He came right after the, right after the Leviah. He said, I had a son, Mayor. He was killed in the Holocaust, snatched away from me. And he's now greeting your Shlomo. And they're arguing who's going to be the Chazan. And Mayor is telling Shlomo that your Kiddush Hashem was a totally different type of Kiddush Hashem. It was a Kiddush Hashem saving everyone, doing mitzvot, and that's the most proper and meaningful way to enter Yom Atzmaut. Absolutely amazing. And it's that transition that is so stirring. It's that transition that is so hard to believe sometimes as they do transition in Israel from Yom Azikaron, Israel Memorial Day, to Yom Atzmaut, a night and day of celebration. And uh, I don't know if there's any more proper way to observe the two days than the way they do in Israel uh, consecutively. Rabbi Dov Fendel is with us. The Stay Road Anniversary Gala Dinner happens a week from tomorrow night, May 9th, at Terrace on the Park in Flushing, New York. Uh, there are some amazing guest speakers who are going to be part of it. The Honorable Ayala Chaked, Israel's Justice Minister, the Honorable Alon Davidi, the Mayor of Stay Road, and the Honorable Ambassador Danny Dayan, Consul General of Israel in New York. Many distinguished honorees, including Dr. Abraham Peller of West Hempstead, Mr. Harold Kaplan of Chicago, Dr. Jonathan and Jessica Landa of Bergenfield, Mr. Yaakov Shama of Brooklyn, New York, the Rabbinic Leadership Award by Dr. David Eliach, Rabbi Yotav Eliach, and this is presented in memory of Professor Yaffa Eliach, and the Swish for Stay Road Education Achievement Award will be presented to a variety, a really an entire collection of schools, including Ashar, Hafter, Halb, Hank, the Hillel Yeshiva, JEC, Magan David, MDS, North Shore, RPRY, SAR, Westchester Day School, YCQ, Derech HaTorah, Yeshiva Flapush, and Har Torah. Dinner is being chaired by Carol and Judah Ryan. It happens a week from tomorrow night at Terrace on the Park in Queens, New York. Phone number is 718-650-6091. That's 718-650-6091. There's also a website, stayrote.org, S-D-E-R-O-T.org, S-D-E-R-O-T. Org. Rabbi Fendel, give us an update. Tell us what's been happening in Stay Road since the last time we spoke. Shira Ma'alot, B'Shuv Hashem at Shivat Stay Road, we're like dreamers. It's unbelievable. It's awesome. We're talking about six new kindergarten classes of, of people from the Shivat there and from the community. We're talking about seven new freshman classes 
in the Yeshiva Tezder, in the two branches in State Road. We're talking about five dorms, and it's an awesome building and growing. We're talking about three apartment buildings for the Kolel. It's a big, rapidly growing Kolel. Guys are getting married and living in Sterot. Scores of weddings going on, and it's a, it's a beautiful atmosphere. In other words, it's really a whole new environment. The... Um... The thought might be, knowing the geography of Israel, that people would be moving away from the area of Stay Road. Yet it seems that you continue to enjoy incredible growth. How does one explain, on this Yom HaZikaron, a day of sacrifice, the incredible commitment that uh, those in Israel are making to the city and the yeshiva of Stay Road? It's really not a sacrifice nowadays to live in Sterot. It's a really beautiful place to live. We have to invite all your listeners to come for a short tour, and I think it will be an injection of modern Israeli religious Zionism. It's a special experience. The property there is quadrupled in price, and it's hard to find good houses there, and people are moving in. It's a great place to live. Simple as that, huh? When when people think about the uh, uh, about the border and, and where Stay Road is located, they might hesitate. But it seems that you never have that problem. That even in difficult times, there are more and more people trying to get in and to buy houses in Stay Road. We're stronger than our enemies. They're beginning to see that. That if they dare start up with a little hick town in southern Israel, <laughs> then world Jewry rallies around that town and builds parks, and builds yeshivot, and builds museums, and, and makes it, and builds houses. If you come to the dinner, and that's our real request, that your listeners uh, come to the dinner and be our, be our partners, you'll see an awesome video. of It was really televised. It was really, it's a clip from television where the Israeli television itself can't believe what's happening in State Road. And uh, they give a lot of credit to the mayor. We also do. At the same time, we know that it's a lot of the families from the Yeshiva Tezder, and a lot of people from all over the country. Uh, the dinner is a week from tomorrow night. You have some amazing guest speakers, as we said. The Justice Minister of Israel, uh, Danny Dayan, the Consul General. The mayor, of course, will be in uh, to address the crowd as well. You've also put together a very impressive list of honorees. Uh, how do you get such wonderful people to become the backbone of support for your institution? Firstly, Ayelet Shaked is she's up and coming, and she's a perfect example of working together, religious and non-religious. She has a special respect for Steyrot, and she helps us a lot. I think it'll be a real experience to hear what she has to say, and it's important for her also to see that there's a lot of support for such a beautiful project. The mayor is someone very unique. We have um, every Friday, he has four chavrusas. <laughs> he learns four. He learns with me for an hour. He learns with the Rosh Kolel of our Yeshiva Tezder, who's soon going to be the chief rabbi of Stirot. He learns with uh, the Chabad representative, and he learns with another one of our rabbim in Stirot. That's how the mayor of Stirot spends his Friday mornings, and he, he's doing an unbelievable job, wow. an unbelievable job in, in Stirot, and it's something that's going to be studied. It's really how he transformed the town, and it's a real experience to hear what he has to say. Rabbi Eliach is, is, uh, and his uh, illustrious son, Rabbi Yotaf Eliach, I ate with him this Shabbos, awesomely impressed. I, I, didn't, we didn't, I didn't even realize who we were honoring, how, how important it was to honor them. And I heard a lot about 
the, uh, the late Professor Yaffa Eliach. It, it's really an honor for us to be able to honor such important people. Really amazing. Great people involved in the organization. It's a wonderful get-together. Those of you out there who have never been to a Stay Road dinner, make sure to get a reservation in. Uh, you don't want to miss this. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice evening, and in addition, you get to see some incredible support and some uh, wonderful activity in terms of what's happening in a very important city in Israel. The Max and Ruth Schwartz Stay Road Hesder Institution's annual dinner under the direction of Rosh Hashiva by David Fendel uh, presents an American Friends of Stay Road get-together at Terrace on the Park. It starts at 6 p.m. Tuesday night, May the 9th. It is the annual dinner. Guest speakers include the Honorable Ayala Chaked, Alon Davidi, the Honorable Ambassador Danny Dayan, many distinguished honorees, as we pointed out. Information, go to stayrote.org slash dinner, S-D-E-R-O-T dot org slash dinner, S-D-E-R-O-T dot org slash dinner, or 718-650-6091. That's 718-650-6091. Rabbi Fendel, on this uh, Yom Hazikaron Israel Memorial Day, I thank you for joining us, and I certainly hope that hundreds of our listeners will turn out and be part of the big celebration next Tuesday night. I thank you also. We make the dinners short, inspirational, motivating, and really interesting. And it's very important for us if, our, if your listeners show that support and come. Kalakavo, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks a lot, Koltov. Rabbi Dofendel, um, Tuesday, May 9th, New York City's Terrace on the Park in Queens. Terrace on the Park in Queens. That's where the uh, dinner will be taking place. Make sure to be there. 7.44 on this Yoma Zikaron morning, 16 minutes before 8 o'clock at JM in the AM. Shalom, 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 shalom,
recalling one of the more difficult times in uh, modern Jewish history. Tzvila uh, La'ani here at uh, JM, and that comes from the uh, CD of music from the Yamim K'tumim, Orange Days, Gush Katif. 
It is Israel Memorial Day here at JM in the AM, and I thank you for joining us 8 o'clock in the morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on our beloved NSN app. It's Monday on this uh, first day of Bahab. It is Yom Zikaron. We continue with our appropriate programming. Of course, Mayor Weingarten will continue the theme of Yom Zikaron coming up. He'll have the music, the stories. He'll remember our brothers and sisters who sacrificed their lives so that the state of Israel can survive and thrive. Um, there's a special music mix he'll be presenting between 9 and 10 this morning, including a newly released track by Yoram Gaon and a song written in memory of Hadar Golden by his brother and fiancé. Uh, you could like the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show, and Mayor will be posting everything that he uh, introduces to the audience uh, all through the show. That's how it works. The Maccabees open up hour number three on this Yom HaZikaron Israel Memorial Day. Tomorrow is Yom HaTzmut. Tomorrow, a day to celebrate Israel's 69th birthday right here at JM in the AM. Oh. 
J.M. and the A.M. on the Ziyomazi Karon. Those are the Maccabees. Yom Atzmut begins tonight. Our celebration is tomorrow between 6 and 9 Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Mayor Weingarten will join us. We'll celebrate Yom Atzmut. I want to thank those who've been commenting on the app this morning. A listener, Tina, tells us that her son is a lone soldier at this time. He was assigned the grave of a lone soldier from 1967. He said getting to the cemetery was difficult. He has uh, only been serving for six months so far, so this was new to him. He told me, Tina says, that he was so moved. What really got him was the crowd at Michael Levin's grave and all the flowers and dog tags on his grave. Just one of so many that are that are showered with um, with different items today. Um, listener Devorah says, Nahum listeners in the U.S. and abroad would be well advised to watch a video on YouTube of this morning's siren. Yes, we in fact played the siren from this morning. United we stand in honoring our fallen. The Siyum Hashas for Lekadoshim.com is scheduled to begin at 3.15, which is just five minutes from now, with live footage on the website and live radio coverage on Moreshed Radio. The chief rabbi of Tzahal, the rabbi of Tzahal, will be as well attending, as will other rabbis. I should call to all those who participated. Yes, to all our listeners who are part of Likidoshim.com. Kolakavod, L-E-K-E-D-O-S-I-M, Likidoshim.com. It is a Yom Karon Israel Memorial Day, and uh, kudos to the 
One Family Fund, the One Family Organization. They have um, flown Cheryl Mandel into the United States. She was the keynote speaker last night in Parkey Synagogue for the official Israel Memorial Day observance from the Israeli consulate. She is speaking in a variety of synagogues and schools on this Yom HaZikaron, on this Israel Memorial Day. And all this in an effort to make it more meaningful for those of us who are here on the other side of the world. Cheryl Mandel, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, good morning. It is a, um, a pleasure to speak to you. Um, you are somebody who unfortunately has a very personal connection, more so than the average person in the Jewish world, to Israel Memorial Day. Now, you're originally from North America, correct? From Canada, from Toronto. And you moved to Israel when? Approximately this summer. It will be 30 years ago. We moved my husband, uh, myself, and five children uh, from the ages of 2 to 12. And um, I guess anybody who, who moves uh, at some point knows that their children will likely be serving in the IDF, right? That's correct. Your son of blessed memory, Daniel Mandel, um, he is being remembered as are thousands of others on this Yom HaZikaron. Could you tell us the circumstances of his passing? Yes. Daniel was an officer. He was in his fifth year in the Army. He was an officer in an elite unit called the Palsar Nachal. That's like the commandos uh, of, of the uh, Nachal unit. And um, uh, on um, the night of the 14th, 15th of April, 2003, uh, the intelligence unit came in and said, we have found where these, these terrorists are hiding out. The terrorists who were responsible for bombing and killing innocent Israelis standing at bus stops in French Hill, sitting in a cafe in downtown Jerusalem, etc., etc. We found them. Go and get them. So Daniel and another officer and their two squads, approximately that's approximately 40 soldiers, they got themselves organized and they went stealthily, stealthily is, is a key word here, into uh, Shechem, Nablus. And um, uh, why, why do I say it's a key word here? Because it, in spite of making as little noise as um, they possibly could, they still were approximately... 50 people with walkie-talkies, with equipment, with, with armored tanks taking them into their location. Um, uh, so they did not, unfortunately, go in unobserved. They then, the terrorists were hiding in, in um, three university housing units. Okay? Imagine all, 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 all of your listeners' kids have been at uh, 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 university residence. Can you imagine? Terrorists were hiding out there. And anyhow, the way it was supposed to go is that they were supposed to, they didn't know which of the three buildings. They were surrounding the buildings, and then they were going to pick up their bullhorns and say, put your weapons down, put your hands up, everybody walk out of the building. But they didn't get a chance to do that because... 
they weren't stealth, stealthily enough. The, the terrorists who were fighting for their lives had a lookout. And the lookout saw that the soldiers were there. And so suddenly, out of nowhere, the terrorists came running out of the building, shooting in, in all directions. And um, Daniel, um, even though he was wearing a bulletproof helmet and a bulletproof vest, he got one shot that um, under his arm where the vest didn't cover, uh, and he was killed instantly. Now, the, they, they, they said to me afterwards that it was Hoshik Mitzrayim. It was as dark as Egypt. The terrorist had a lucky shot and go like I would lie awake at nights and go, lucky shot, blind bullet, they would say to me. And I would lie awake nights and go, lucky shot, blind bullet. And, and unfortunately, um, in that operation which was called successful. One terrorist was killed, two were arrested uh, and put in jail. Um, uh, in that operation, their, their officer was killed, and one of the other soldiers was injured. Cheryl Mandela is with us. How did you find out the news? Oh, gosh. So we're, we're naive, okay? Had no experience. We had been in the country, uh, I guess, 15, 15 years, and we were naive. We had no experience. So 7 o'clock in the morning, there's a knock at our door, and um, it's Erev Pesach. It's Yud Gimel Benisan. I'm busy koshering my counters. We're busy doing all the pre-Pesach, you know, my turkey sitting in the sink defrosting. And I open the door, and there's these three big army officers there. And they sort of back you into the kitchen, David and I, my husband David, and they sit us down in a chair and they say, are you the parents of? At which point you, you, stop, you stop breathing. They say, are you the parents of? I'm the mother of Nicole, who was nine months pregnant. I'm the mother of Daniel, who was a, uh, of, of Jonah. Uh, who was a university uh, a student at Hebrew University where there had been a terror attack the previous summer in the law cafeteria? The mother of Daniel was an officer in the army, but every time I spoke to him, he I said, "What are you doing?" He says, "I'm watching Braveheart with my soldiers." So I thought he was a kindergarten teacher. Uh, the mother of Gabriel, who had just gone into the army a few weeks previously, also went to an elite unit, and the mother of Shlomo, a very wild. Uh, teenager who I could have believed anything of. Are you the parents of Lieutenant Daniel Yaakov Mandel? He was killed this morning in battle in Shrem. Boom. From that instant, your life changed. Um, what are your thoughts on this Yom Zikaron? And what are your thoughts on every Yom Zikaron? Oh, that's... Um, well... Let me tell you that um, it's it's very important to me. Um, after three trips to Poland, after uh, fourteen Yomei Korons, it's very important to me to leave Israel, to come into the diaspora, and to speak to as many people 
as I can to let them know that what is important here that they have to understand. Well, let me, tell, let me put it to you this way. My opening question when I speak to a group is, is there anything in your life that means enough to you, that's important enough to you, that you're willing to die for it? Because for Daniel and all the soldiers in the IDF, past and present, the state of Israel means enough to them, is important enough to them, that they're willing to die for it. And they're not doing it just for themselves and their emas. And they're doing it for Jews all over the world because we understand and they understand what happens to Jews when they don't have their own country. And that, you know... it's so important that you and everybody who lives in the diaspora understands that my son and now my grandson, who's a soldier, they're doing it so you can 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 choose to wear a kippah or not wear a kippah, eat kosher or not eat kosher, you know, go on holiday in Florida or go on holiday in, in Mexico. You can live the lifestyle that you want as a Jew only because there's a strong Israel, only because my sons and grandsons. You know what I said last night at the embassy? Hmm. I said, um, like Israel, I was born uh, in the spring of 1948. I'm 69 like Israel. And so I want you to think of me as Mother Israel. And, uh, And I want you to know that I love my children just as much as you love your children. But I send them to fight. I send them to defend the borders. I send them to keep Israel strong. And I'm doing it not just for those of us living there now. I'm doing it as Mother Israel. Think of me as Mother Israel. I'm doing it uh, for Jews all over the world. And I'm saying to you, I've got your back. Jews of the diaspora, I've got your back. And I'm not saying, you know, come and join me, but if you want, there's plenty of room. But you have to have my back. I want your support financially, economically, uh, socially, religiously. I want you to have my back. And, you know, what I said last night is, is that um, uh, tonight your hearts and minds are open to me because it's Erev Yom HaZikaron. But I need you to have your heart and your minds open to me every single day of the year. I need you to have my back, to have Israel's back every single day of the year. Cheryl Mandel is with us on this Yom HaZikaron. We remember her son, and we remember all those, the tens of thousands who have given their lives in defense of the state of Israel, and so that all of us, as Cheryl just alluded to, can live in freedom not only in Israel, but anywhere around the world. Do you get the feeling, especially among the young people that you'll be addressing later today and you've addressed on previous Yom Hazikarons, do you get the feeling that this message resonates, that this, this, is able, this message is able to penetrate those who are living thousands of miles away? So um, uh, I'd actually like to ask you a favor. Uh, the, the answer is yes. Why is it yes? 
because um, I basically most of the places I'm speaking to uh, are strongly Zionistic places. I ask you to ask your readers, uh, your excuse me, your listeners, uh, to ask your listeners if there's places that aren't necessarily Zionistic, because they're the ones that need to hear me. The Tzionim, the, the people who are Zionistic, they totally get it. They're totally with me. They cry with me. They tell me how committed they are. I want to, I want to be able to speak to places that aren't so committed. Tell me what your family is doing today on Yom HaZikaron. So, um... And so, first of all, there is a uh, a tekes, uh and um, in our local cemetery that this year uh, Mesh Terrigan and uh, Yeshivat Haratzion have done a live streaming of it. If people want to look look for it, and so um, my family will be at the tekes where Daniel is buried in the graveyard in Gush Etzion, next to Kfar Etzion. and um, after after the tekes. Um, everybody will go down to the grave, everybody. Like, there'll be thousands of people there. There'll be school children and bereaved families, and, and, and uh, there'll be, you know, like, friend, friends of Daniel's and soldiers and everything. They'll go down to the grave, and they'll read Tehillim, and then they'll come back to our house, and there'll be, throughout the day, various um, people, groups, Unfortunately, a lot of people have to be have to visit a lot of graves and a lot of families, and so throughout the throughout the day, uh, they'll uh, drop in, um, you know, to to sit with the family. Now, what and uh, what my husband has done past years, this year he has to take a break from it. There are Baruch Hashem, um, uh, as of today, at least eighteen little boys and girls who are called Daniel. Wow. And so he invites them to come for pizza and ice cream. Um, uh, it's making me cry just thinking of it. And they come for pizza and ice cream, all these little Daniels. My Daniel was um, very, very musical, very, very musical. And um, <clears throat> the oldest Daniel, who was born uh, perhaps a month or two after uh, Daniel was killed, uh, he plays piano, so he'll come and he'll play the piano. And uh, all the kids and their, their parents, and their parents are, you know, like friends of Daniel's, friends of Daniel's from our community, a lunch food, uh, who named their children Daniel, uh, uh, friends of Daniel from Mechinat Otsum, who've named their children Daniel, uh, friends of Daniel from the army, either boys that he uh, was in the army with or else his soldiers that have named their children Daniel. And they'll come from all over the country, uh, to be at our house and have pizza and ice cream, and then in a lunch food, the major tekes, the major ceremony, is you know uh, Yom Azikaron to Yom Atzmaut, is uh, probably taking place in a few hours in 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 a lunch food, and um, uh, so they'll have pizza and ice cream until the time of the tekes, and and then everybody will go their merry way. The the the, the children who are you know from a lunch food families. I will go with Dan, with uh, David and and our family and uh, to see our our local techs. Cheryl Mandel is with us on this Yom Hazikaron Israel Memorial Day. Uh, anybody out there who does know of a synagogue or a school that would benefit even more 
than um, than the the schools that um, and the institutions that Cheryl already addresses. You heard what she said that uh, uh, those who are quote unquote Zionistic they understand this message, and the day becomes more meaningful when she addresses them. But there may be some synagogues and schools and and organizations out there that need an extra boost when it comes to a day like Yom Hazikaron. Uh, you can email us, make the recommendation, and we'll certainly pass it along. And uh, next year, when she visits Chutzlaretz, hopefully some of those institutions and uh, groups will be included on her itinerary. Um, tell me for a moment on the air what you told me off the air about the One Family organization. So, um, One Family is a premier organization that deals with bereaved families and with care victim, with the injured and, uh, uh, and, and with the bereaved. And they do the most amazing work. They fill in where the government um, isn't there. So, first of all, I want to say hats off. Um, I, I speak uh, in Israel, I speak to foreign armies that come to visit the Israeli army. And I can tell you that there is no um, ministry of defense and army like the Israeli army in terms of how they take care of their bereaved families and their injured and their injured soldiers. Now, there's a lot of things that often go missing. You know, one family fund, they have, first of all, they have um, uh, big brother, big sister uh, uh, support for, for, for uh, siblings in the family. They, they have summer camps and winter camps and Pesach camps uh, for the children. They have, they, they have holidays for, for uh, bereaved parents and orphans. I believe they were just in New York with uh, orphans. Uh, they brought 20 orphans to um, uh, to New York, and the 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 what research, also research, and what I've uh, uh, what I've learned. Uh, how do you say it? Alabasarshali. What I've learned from my own experience, right. the single most important um, uh, factor in helping a person to overcome uh, a major tragedy in their life is support support of the community. And one family is there to give that support, also uh, socially psych- uh, by arranging these, these, these events for, um, you know, adults, children, whatever. Uh, 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 psychologically, they have social workers and psychologists who help people who, who, who are experiencing difficulties. They, um, uh, they're, they're, they're just they're just amazing. If one kid is just having a hard time and needs, uh, and needs a special piece of equipment, you know, to help him uh, recover faster from his injury, the trauma uh, and how uh, the trauma is unbelievable, and uh, it's so individual. People, you know, what they, they what they said to me: if you were weak coming into um, uh, a tragedy like this you're weaker coming out of it. And if you were strong coming into it, you might be stronger coming out of it. So everybody responds differently. And one family is there with such an amazing heart. I just have to say hats off to Chantal and Mark Bellsberg for the incredible work they do. You know, we, we, um, uh, I live in the Goosh and we do dance performances and we did a little clip of, uh, various amazing women. And one of the women we did a clip of before, before a dance was, um, Chantal. And she says, 
I get up in the morning and I go to sleep at night, and all I'm thinking of is what can I do to make their life better. And um, it's the absolute truth. That's that's how she spends her days, hoping to improve the life of of, um, uh, those of us who are uh, unfortunately belong to this to this group. Kolakovo, Cheryl Mandel. uh, Many of us will be thinking of um, will be thinking of your son. Lieutenant Daniel Mandel and uh, the thousands of others on the Sioma Zikaron. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Cheryl Mandel on a Monday morning Yoma Zikaron here at JM in the AM.
Monday morning on this day 20 in the counting of the Omer. It's day number 20, two weeks and six days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. It's Yom HaZikaron. Today is Israel Memorial Day. Mayor Weingarten with a one-hour Yom HaZikaron special coming up between 9 and 10. He'll also join me tomorrow morning, of course, Yom HaTzmoot. Yom HaTzmoot celebration, 69th birthday of the State of Israel. It all begins tonight. Make sure to uh, attend one of the uh, many programs in our area. And uh, to tune in tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 for our Yom Hatzmaut special here at JM in the AM. Uh, we've invited Rabbi Yoshua Fass, Rabbi Josh Fass, who's of course the founder of, uh, co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, to join us on this Yom HaZikaron, get yet another perspective on this very important day here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Fass, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum, and thank you to your listeners. Good to be back on. Appreciate that. We just spoke with uh, Cheryl Mandel, who's originally from North America and uh, unfortunately suffered a, the loss of all losses. Her son killed in the 2003 in Shrem, and we discussed the Yom HaZikaron. Um, it is, uh, I, I always wonder about, uh, about uh, how different Yom HaZikaron might be for those who've uh, lived their entire lives in Israel and for those who are recent Olim. And you, of course, are associated with tens and thousands of recent Olim, do you get the do you get the feeling that Olim newcomers to Israel, even after a year or two, incorporate Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day, into their lives and can still, even if they've been in Israel a short time, internalize how important a day it is? Yeah, absolutely. I think I once shared with you a few years back that you go through this evolution of emotions over years. The first first couple of years, you're standing on the side um, watching this phenomenon of Yom HaZikaron transitioning into Yom HaZikaron. Um, there's wonderment, there's a, a amazement of this national unity and national expression or emotive expression. And then slowly you develop into being part of it, uh, of walking with Amcha, of walking with your friends, feeling, remembering their pain and sometimes your pain in the process. And that transition happens to every Ola. And it's remarkable to see, and it's painful to experience, but uh, there is definitely a transition of, of watching close but not being part of to transitioning within being part of the experience. You know, you spend a lot of time, you and your staff spend a lot of time with lone soldiers, aside from your own families, which of course can include and likely includes many soldiers. Uh, yes. you, you spend time with hundreds, if not thousands of soldiers who are away from home, who are fighting on behalf of the state of Israel and for all of us, as we continue to emphasize. Um, it, it must be, it, it must be an, an, even, an even greater dynamic for you when you're experiencing a day like this, and you know the sacrifice that so many thousands are making. No, absolutely. Uh, it's first, uh, it's it's almost a maturation of sorts that you see a kid that you saw at JFK a year and a half ago um, with a skip in their step going to for this chavaya, for this experience of army service, 
and then seeing him a year or two years later, having understand the depth of that decision and what the depth of sacrifice of the other individuals in other units or within his unit. And again, there's a development, and you see the seriousness and uh, the maturation, emotional maturation of an individual, which is really remarkable to see. And, and, and then on top of that, the responsibilities that you feel. Um, we said, you know, I made promises to many, 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 many parents that their kids will be okay. <sighs> and, uh, and to see them, and to, uh, this morning I was at Har Herzl walking with my kids, and to see and to bump into some of those Chayim Bodedim in that context, with that backdrop, it's extremely intense. It's an extremely intense and moving uh, experience. I was not even aware until someone posted on our app um, uh, a uh, an anecdote this morning that lone soldiers are assigned the graves of lone soldiers from the past decades to visit them and pay tribute to them on Yom Hazikaron. Correct. One of the most beautiful um, scenes is that every single tether, every single grave is assigned a soldier to stand at, alert at, during Yom Azikaro. Um, whether or not their family or visitors are coming, every tether is assigned to a chayal. And every chayal, every soldier has a bio of the tether of the grave of the nifta that they are representing and that they're saluting. And that's uh, it's a very emotional sight of walking through hundreds of, of plots and seeing, and seeing soldiers uh, standing, standing by and also comforting families. Um, and it's just incredible. And sometimes they pair up Dudim, they pair up units for units, sometimes they pair up lone soldiers for lone soldiers. But it's... Uh, there's a lot of, of wisdom put into this uh, into that act. There is a uh, a message, Rabbi Josh Fass, Rabbi Yoshua Fass, co-founder Nefesh Benefesh, with us from Israel. There's a message, and you know it, that we continue to emphasize, and we do this even on days when it's not Israel Memorial Day, and that is that Jews in the diaspora have to understand that we're able to live not only in freedom in Israel, but in freedom really throughout the entire world because of the state of Israel and the soldiers of the Israel Defense Forces. Uh, is there a further message that you would say to diaspora Jews on this day? It's an, it's an appreciation. It's a pause, and I've mentioned this to you a bunch of times in the past. It's, it's a pause to understand what we have and what we're willing to fight for and the amazing courage that our young sons and brothers have for, for us to have this country and the sacrifices of families so that we can have this country. Um, yesterday we, we had a, we, we bring in on Yom Azikaron a speaker to speak to our staff and to give inspiration to our staff. And yesterday we had Bryna Hilberg, who was the mother of Yochanan Hilberg, who was part of the Shayet of Navy SEALs that uh, had that horrible tragedy of September 5th, 1997, mm -hmm. in Lebanon. Right. And the amount of courage that this woman has, and the amount of love that this woman, and Olaf from America, has for our country, it, it, it just, we felt so humbled by the experience. And she lived in Gush Katif. And, she, and her son, uh, Yochanan, was the first 
soldier buried in a cemetery in Gush Katif. And she was, and the whole concept of disengagement, she, she was completely incredulous and in disbelief that it could possibly happen because she couldn't imagine um, exhuming bodies from a cemetery and moving to another. And this woman, and we're in, all of us are in tears listening to this woman who gave, who sacrificed her most precious jewel, who now has to, a few years back, they have to rebury their son and reopen those wounds and repick a cemetery. And she said, let me tell you something. Some people ask me, why in the world am I still here? I could have easily picked up with my degrees and moved back to the States. Right. And she looked in all of our eyes. She said, because this is where we belong. This is where we belong. And God has decided that my son had to be a sacrifice. So this is where we can further live and others can follow in our footsteps. And it's just, just, just incredible inspiration. And, and that's a message that has to be felt throughout the diaspora, because it's felt potently here, and very viscerally here during these 48 hours of, of the marveling in the majesty of the miracle of the State of Israel, and the sacrifices, and the courage, and the output that needs to be made for, to, for us to have that gift. And I have to tell you, it is impossible not to see Yad Hashem, God's hand, in, in everything. I mean, you think we were walking out. I, we started this minhag in, my, in, in our family. I, I take my kids out of school. Don't tell anyone. I don't let them go to school on Yom Karon. And they come with me to work, to Yushalayim. We leave early because all the streets are really closed around Har Herzl. And they watch for an hour, an hour and a half on television. Most television stations are closed. All television stations are closed in Israel on Yom Karon for the sake of the, the holy memories of our soldiers, right. so that there's no frivolous television or cartoons on it or soap operas. And the only thing that they have on television is that they have pictures, one by one, name of the Chayal, his name, his unit, and when he died. And it's, and, and it's flashed for two seconds each, a name, a name, a face. And my kids are watching this for an hour and a half. Start, and we started at 1973. And after an hour and a half, they're still watching 1973. Oh. And, and, and my three kids, and they're watching, three of my kids are watching this. And then we walk to Har Herzl, and it takes us an hour to get there. We're there for Kalmale and Kaddish and for the Siren. We walk back. It takes us an hour to walk back. So we've been gone for like two hours and 20 minutes, and they're up to 1981 on the screen. Yeah. And, and, and the kids, and, and it makes such an impression, a roshan, of, uh, of what takes this country to survive. And, and, and I was talking to my kids on the way there and on the way back. I said, we're surrounded by enemies. And as tragic as it is, 22,000-plus chayalim, you would think it'd be much more. Right, of course. And, and, and we had an open conversation on the way back. That's like, it's unbelievable how much God's hand is in the protection and development of this country, and it's, it's, it's almost impossible to deny. And, and, and it was remarkable to see them transition into the profundity of the enormous sacrifice and loss to the realization of 
of the goodness of the Baruch Dayan Ha'emet aspect of it. It's uh, it's a very impactful day. Uh, it's um, it's very impactful and uh, certainly not nearly impactful enough uh, in this part of the world. And uh, I would hope that uh, leadership here in the Jewish world and the uh, diaspora uh, would um, would incorporate some of the things that go on in Israel. What you just mentioned about the television broadcast only dedicated to the memory of those individual soldiers and um, so many of the moving ceremonies that take place. Uh, we could use some of those uh, here as well to keep it in mind and to remember how important a day this is. Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day. It is because of those who've sacrificed their lives that were able to live in freedom in the state of Israel, that we have a state of Israel, and even most importantly for us in the diaspora, that we're able to live in comfort and freedom no matter where we wish around the world. You know, Cheryl Mandel mentioned a few minutes ago how when someone wants to travel to Mexico on vacation or Florida on vacation or anywhere else on vacation, they should keep in mind that it's only because of the state of Israel that we're able to do so so freely and so um, comfortably. And that's a message that for some reason gets lost on a lot of people. And that's one of the reasons we keep harping on it, (laughs) because it's so important to keep in mind. Uh, Rabbi Fass, I thank you. I thank you for bringing thank us uh, even closer to Yom Hazikaron and for uh, encouraging us to incorporate more of these feelings and more of these uh, uh, types of activities in our own lives. And uh, we look forward to celebrating. We look forward to celebrating tonight. Uh, the Jewish people are unique. We're only hours away from celebration. If, we've ha- if we would have you on 24 hours from now, you would describe a completely different scene in the state of Israel. Completely different scene. <laughs> thank you so completely much. Completely different. And My call, absolute pleasure. My pleasure. Call like a voter. Rabbi Yoshua Fass, Rabbi Josh Fass is, of course, founder, of, uh, co-founder of Nefesh Ben Nefesh and um, helps us internalize some of the messages of Yom HaZikaron, of Israel Memorial Day on this Israel Memorial Day.
stations in Israel screen the name of every soldier who's fallen for the country. A name flashes on the screen for a second or two, then the next name appears. You go to bed, you get up, the names are still flashing. It takes 24 hours. That's how they observe Memorial Day. Sometimes we don't know.
to his wife l'chaim, l'chaim. you were privileged to have two holy sons who give their life for the holy land Hashem Oz Le'amo Hashem Ra la 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 la
I don't think any selection sums up Yamazikaron like that one does. Unbelievable, the great Rup Shlomo Kalbach. A very moving morning here at JM in the AM. Don't forget, tomorrow we're back with our Yom Ha'atzmut celebration. Mayor Weingarten is next with a live edition of the Israel Show commemorating Yom Ha'atzikaron, the music and the stories. Uh, he'll uh, remember those who sacrificed their lives. We'll also have a special music mix, including a newly released track by Yaram Gaon and a song written in memory of Hadar Golden by his brother and fiance. Don't forget to like the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Make sure to like the page. The Mizrahi tonight celebrates Israel's 69th birthday at 249 East Broadway. Uh, 8 o'clock for Tfilah. Rabbi Gary Ambrose, a special guest speaker afterward. Tomorrow morning they have Tfilah at uh, 6 a.m. Yeshiva Flatbush tonight, of course. They start 745 with letter writing to soldiers and 8 o'clock for Tfilah. Uh, at Yeshiva Flatbush, 1609 Avenue J. And don't forget the Upper West Side has a whole host of incredible events for Yom HaTzma'ut. UWSIsrael.com. Uh, UWSIsrael.com for uh, information on that. Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on our beloved NSN app. And that will close out a very moving Yom Hazikaron Israel Memorial Day program. Tomorrow is Yom Ha'atzmaut. Join me, join Mayor Weingarten for the big celebration as we celebrate Israel's 69th birthday between 6 and 9 a.m. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.